All right, here we go. Cut, uh, clap on four. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, that's good. So that good. good. That was so close. It's always close on my end. Well, that, that's because you're clapping along with me. Oh, duh. Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I light it up. <laughs> it's always close with me. <laughs> I'm Jake Harpster. I'm Will Reno. And I'm Ryan Knutson. Welcome to the Top Chef League Fantasy Foodball Games. Welcome to the Top Chef League Fantasy Foodball. This is Ryan Knutson coming to you with my wonderful, handsome friend, Ooh. William Reno. <laughs> Ooh, handsome. I think you're handsome. How you doing? How you do- oh, thank you, my friend. Your How hair you is looking very special today. Oh, ooh, thank you. I got it cut a couple days ago. Yeah, I can tell. That's um, good. I got fresh snips. Well, I think you look great. I mean, obviously, we're recording this as late as we possibly can. Yeah, sorry about that. No, no. I mean, it's not your, It's not just your fault. I mean, I've been in absolute crazy town. I lived like two full days of only Harry Potter notes to the point where <laughs> at the in the second half of the last show, I actually like fucked up the easiest part of the book. Because I was just so exhausted, like, like you know, you just get to that point where you like can't even pay attention anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah and I mean, it was it was one note. It was not like a, I didn't grind the orchestra to a halt. Yeah. But it was, but it's just, oh god, it was so exhausting. <laughs> and I literally yeah, I didn't know. watch this episode till we're filming on Tuesday night. I didn't watch yeah. it till today. Same. Didn't have the time. Yeah, for the listener, we can know that I just, I literally just finished, went to the restroom, made a fresh beverage, and <laughs> like started the Zoom. Yeah. It's <laughs> I just finished. This is not, well, and I also, it's Tuesday. I just posted today's, or last Thursday's episode today. Oh, really? Oh, God. I'm just running behind. Yeah. You know, but I, but we, I love this game. I love this show. Can't stop. It, you know, it, we're, it can't stop it. I want to, you know, it's like, you know, we just gotta keep on going. Just gotta keep on throwing down. But uh, speaking of the Harry Potter references, this uh, this last episode that we did was—I mean, we recorded for so long. Yeah, and, I saw uh, that the the whole episode was an hour and fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I cut so much until like you cut a like, lot. I was thinking that maybe it was just all good content. I think I cut like forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, it just takes forever, and I like. Uh, I also I also had all these fun ideas. Like when we were recording, we kept on like making references to music or like weird, funny sound effects and stuff. And so I really was like, oh, this is gonna be fun to edit. I'm gonna do all like my the stuff that I used to do last season, right? Like, yeah, a lot of stuff or the stuff I do in my old podcast, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I start like so the first like quarter of the episode, you can tell I'm really like having some fun doing that stuff, and then by the very <laughs> end of the episode, it's just like I'm not editing anymore. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> There's just get it to stuff. the end. There's sneezes and coughs and dead air. And like for the last 15 minutes, I'm just like, I don't care. I just need to get this thing out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to get posted. Well, you're a fucking champion for doing that. Could have been a little bit shorter, but you know, well, it could have been a lot, but sure. I just, at least, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I don't care. This is for us. You know, yeah. this is a time capsule for us to have for fun. And so if people love it, that's fun too. But I'm not trying to cut every little bit of our combos out. We have so much fun. And my brother asked me today i was on the phone with him and he was like what's a good one to start on i'm like honestly any any of them like start on the last one and he and he was the one who told me that it was an hour and 50 minutes I was like, oh good it's a long one good <laughs> good it's your longest one <laughs> <laughs> by a lot 
by an hour. <laughs> by almost 35, 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so because we're talking about this, you know, just busy man disease for all three of us, you, me, and Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if we want to push back the uh, the uh, wa- the waiver wire dates. Is that because you got boned this week and didn't have and didn't put your priority picks in? No, I'm happy with my team still. Okay, good. Um, but you know, just because I, I just like want to have a little more leniency because we're all so busy moving forward. Because I'm because I'm not going to change my team because of the roller coaster that I was on this week, but. Um, with with that, but I don't want to get spoilers because I really want to go chronologically for this episode. Same. This recording. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I think we could definitely talk about it. Um, yeah. But I would say if we're going to change it, we just have to change it to like everybody has their picks in by whenever we're recording. Yeah. Something simple like that. And still, it should there still should be an order, you know? Like mm-hmm. Jake has. Oh, yeah, sure. Jake, Jake has not really been uh, participating active. as much. Uh, yeah, active. So like you know whenever whenever it's her turn or her, her turn whenever her it's turn. <laughs> He is a very pretty man. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like maybe we just skip that just because he, I mean, we'll give him the chance to be like, hey, it's your time for the day or whatever. But, you know, like I, would, I wouldn't be upset if we were giving ourselves more time. For sure. That, and that's the thing. I even thought about, I was like, maybe I could reschedule. And I was like, I can't reschedule. We can't reschedule. Tuesday. Like, I was like, if I have any shot in hell of getting this edited before Thursday, I have to record by Tuesday. There's no. Yeah. There's no, and the, I, I might be able to uh, edit it tomorrow. It depends on how tomorrow rolls out. Um, I had a whole plan for how today was going to work. And it completely got shot to shit. Yeah, me too. My whole day was fucked today. Oh, jeez. Just a roller coaster of mood change. I could do a whole podcast just about the different mood swings I had today based on what I went through. Oh boy. Mine was more hangover based. Okay. <laughs> but no, but that's fine. But that's, ge- that's genuine too. That's a real, I haven't that's had a, a day thing. off in like 10 days. And last night I did karaoke and went toe for toe with some musical theater guys. Okay. It was fun. Toe for toe. Did I say toe for toe? <laughs> oh God. I'm so tired. It's been such a fucking week. You remember my boy Coleman Cook, bass player. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. That guy's awesome. I was I was with him today, and we were, oh cool, we were coaching some bands and stuff, and and he is he's in hell right now with busy man disease as well, and and uh, and he and he uh, he has kind of like Hung's hair now. It's like he's like he's gone like almost all gray in the like in the dyed hair. it or like he's just no getting no no old. it's just like it's just all gray. Yeah, it's all like I'll bet he looks great. He always cool. had cool hair. Oh, it's oh it's cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but he said uh, we were talking to this band and he was just like, dude, come on, you have to come showed up, and we were, and, and we were, like, <laughs> and everybody started laughing at him. But I was like, that's kind of cool. I like that. I'm gonna start saying come showed up. So then later, like, so then later, like me and the sing- like one of the singers were having like a little like debate about how to like prep for songs, you know. And I, and she's and she was like, no, but I okay, fine, I do know this one. I, I do have the lyrics memorized. And I'm like, okay, fine. Then prove that you came, showed up today. It was a good way to cut the tension, but also I think start a new slang just out of sheer exhaustion. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Are you, did you come showed up today for this? I came showed up. I came showed up for this. Yeah, I, I came, came showed, showed up, up too. I'm ready. I think it was an awesome episode. It was a great episode, dude. This, I mean, we're at the point they've been doing it for so like almost two decades. You know, 19 seasons worth of Top Chef. Yeah. And it feels like every episode's a good one at this point. It's which is so much fun. Yeah, it is. I think that uh, I'm glad that you told me to watch because I was thinking 
as things were getting pushed and pushed and pushed, I was like, gosh, dang it. Yeah, I mean, we're recording two hours later than we said we were going to. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I'll just, uh, maybe I'll just not watch the LCKs because at the end of the first of the episode, they say whoever wins this this uh, this LCK will be coming back to the show. So I was like, oh, well, that's, it's going to be a cliffhanger. I thought it was going to be also, yeah. But when you were like, watch them, I was like, okay, I'll watch because that means they're that's not a cliffhanger, so I'll watch. So yeah, there's points and there's points to be talked about. Exactly. So there's there's so I was like, okay, sweet. So I'll get into it, you know. But I was thinking maybe we could do a mini soda, man. I could do a. The top, we'll just start with LCK the next episode, but you know we're not going to do that here, guys. We're going to talk about everything that happened. We done come uh, showed up last week. <laughs> we came showed up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Willie, what's your it. first note? What's your first note? My very first note, and I'm sure it's the same as yours, is no quick fire again. Uh huh. No quick fire again. Show it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that it just looks like a really bright light. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it just looks <laughs> so like the aliens know. coming out of the ship at uh, the yeah. end of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But the fact that we are both ready for that, that proves yeah. that it's true. Which, which honestly, this time I was like, this makes sense. This is like every bar, and I think this is in one of my later notes too, like every barbecue challenge, it's like they either have to do it overnight, it always takes all day, so like why make them do an extra thing? I was cool with it. Unlike the 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 night market, the Asian night market one, where I was like, "Why not?" You know. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "This one makes sense because they're gonna they have to they have to reimagine the most classic Texas barbecue thing, and yeah. so like give them all the time to just do that." And I and I got the vibe like later w- later in the episode when they talked to Willow at the actual judging at like you know during the eating of it, and he was just like, "Thanks for giving us twelve hours," and like, there was this vibe of like we wouldn't let you cook brisket for less than that in our kitchen. Right. Probably. <laughs> even if Honestly, it's, even probably. If it's, even if it's great, like, we just have too much respect for the animals that we're killing to do right. this episode of television. Yeah. Like, we're going to cook them so that even, like, the worst ones are still going to be good-ass meat. Like, you know, no one's getting tough, <laughs> tough-ass brisket here in the studio or whatever. Speaking know? of the uh, animals, you know, I actually don't. Do you know, like, how many briskets are on a cow? I don't know. Two. Two, one each, one each side. So that means that five cows for this episode. Well, because th- what was there? They each made two, didn't they? Didn't they each have? They like each two had two. Sides? Yeah. So they each had. Yeah. Oh shit! You're right. Oh my god. Yeah. So ten. That's. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I think they were just like because like the vibe that he was like. I know that that time's not a friend. We, you know, but like he was like thanking the Top Chef team yeah. for like giving them the twelve hour cook. But it was. It, it seemed like they probably had a discussion of like. I get that there's like a time element to this and stuff, but if you want to use our place, like. You're not gonna put out a dish that can't that's like inedible or like you're you're gonna have enough time and we're gonna watch the cooking and like we're gonna watch this like we're gonna make sure that these things get cooked right like we're not sacrificing animal life for yeah TV for people like, who don't know how to do high this. pressure situation you know it's like no <laughs> and that goes into my only criticism of the episode and I don't even know if it's a criticism but a comment is the the, the Top Chef chefs contestants did not cook this brisket at all. Like not, I mean, they spiced it and that, and they trimmed it, and that was it. Yeah. And I thought, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Nope. Like they always so cool. have. To, I mean, like, I mean, that's and that's been a big problem. Is well, you cooked this whatever. Like I, in past seasons, like you mean you had it at three fifty for nine hours? Like that's way too high or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was a. Uh, that probably goes into what you're saying. It's just like we have too much respect for what we're doing. Like we're just like you can do the basics, you can flavor, you can season it and flavor it, but 
we're gonna make sure that this brisket gets cooked well exactly like you season it you can fuck it up that way if you want to if you not season it right which some people did yeah and, well, and, that, and that's the other thing too is that they all have the ability to come back from that like they you know t- taste your meat decide okay well it's cooked and it's juicy and blah blah but now we have to add elements to make it whatever that we, that we fucked up but I, th- I think that was really the big thing especially being like a contemporary like make this a new thing challenge if it was just a brisket challenge and like yeah you probably should just cook it yourself but yeah it was an element yeah an element yeah I got worried right off the top because uh, Nick was getting a lot of airtime and explaining how he needed to win and stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. I love Nick. He's my warrior. Now he's talking about how he needs to win. He's been on the bottom. I'm getting nervous. Well, he didn't say the bottom. He's like, I've been riding the middle. Yeah. No, to- yeah, totally. Yeah. But it, and, but, uh, but it was just sort of making me nervous. And, That's uh, so funny because my second note is because Nick is getting so much airtime, I was like, Nick is going to kill this. Oh, that was my second cool. note. <laughs> yeah. Well, that well, that's how I felt. Like, I, I, but I started, I, but I did get worried though too, because I was sure. like, oh, you never know if why they're giving someone so much airtime. But right. then they started leaning so much into Ashley getting a lot of airtime that I was like, oh. I know. Well, I got, I have notes <laughs> for that for later. We can talk about that later. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, and the thing that right away, she's like, she knew exactly what she was doing right away, and was making like some home cooking. And then she's like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing this sweet potatoes. <laughs> And I was like, Ashley, not again. Making sweet potatoes every single episode, and, she, and 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 I realized it might be a trope that we should. I was just gonna say, I think this is a Marcel foam trope. Damn it! So this is at least the third time she's cooked with sweet potatoes. Yeah, because she used the last episode. She used sweet potato starch to to you know to fry. She's done sweet. Yeah, she's done. I think the sweet potatoes with the queso. Fourth times, yeah, the baked sweet potatoes. I will say though, while you're looking through your notes, I will say that like the chicken and dumplings sounded like a great fucking idea, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, dude, brisket and dumplings sounds awesome. And then she abandoned that completely, and I was like, yep. oh, well, okay, that's not this at all. <clears throat> so I was clearly nervous for most of this episode. Um, but I, but I literally like my third note is I like Ashley's dumplings idea, and then it turned into like the slick, the slick of her chicken and slick, turned into just sweet potatoes. But it's not chicken and slick now; it's brisket and sweet potatoes. So it's like, what yeah. is this? Well, this is the fifth episode, and she's done a sweet potato element in every single episode. So it's a trope for sure. So that's got to be points. So and it's uh, the the rule is that it's a it's negative plus like or negative one more each single time that she does it. Meaning that she that should be, be a negative five this time. But that's the problem is that we never discussed when does it start? When do we have to do we retroactively to say it started on episode two because she did two in a row? Or do we say that's a good that's question. question? So that's so. Well, yeah, we never. I mean, it's interesting that we didn't talk about that because we definitely have talked about the fact that it's like sweet potatoes. We talk about sweet potatoes every week. We've talked about it every single week. Yeah. And that's my problem is I'm like. We we failed on because in the in the rules we literally said we have to designate it as a trope, and and once they've done it the second time that's when like we, like that's what it takes to to realize something that's happening, but we just never really uh, talked about the rule until just now. I would say that I would meet I would say that I would meet you in the middle. Yeah, that this so. isn't her first uh, retroactive or no, I'm sorry this isn't her first sweet potato fail. Mm-hmm. Because you can't even have a first, you can't have a sweet a first sweet potato fail because it has to become something. But I would say that maybe two episodes or maybe last episode we should have started saying something. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, so like I'll I will take the hit on extra points, extra negative points, uh, for the last two episodes, I guess. Meaning, so like we say negative one and negative two, so negative three points total. Yeah, I think that's fair because we we haven't we've been talking about it, but we have not invoked this rule. But it's clear that it needs to it needs to it's a trope that needs to be addressed. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be in a row moving forward. It, like so, like let's say like next episode she does not use sweet potatoes, but she does in the episode after that. Then it's like then it's un, then it's negative three if it doesn't go well, mm-hmm. you know. At some point you have to make it a trope, and I'm willing to take the heat for let's say it turns into a trope after two or three episodes, and this is the fifth episode, so like mm-hmm. at least two, you know. And you picked her up as it was a trope, and that's so so. Yep. Choice. I will take those negative points. Yeah. Okay. This is crazy that, you know, you know, we're talking it out. We're figuring this out together as a team. I'm glad we're on the same page. Even though we're not a team. Um, well, we're a team in life, you know? Yeah, but that I'm just saying we would get Top Chef points for helping each other out. in a Oh, absolutely. Delicious. <laughs> delicious, Ryan. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, okay, sweet. So then we get... So we get uh, so I, I actually like that's that's one one thing that I wrote down was like sweet potatoes. This is going a thing we need to talk about. If it fails, especially if it you know if it if it goes right, that would be a, a, a nice change because she keeps on failing on sweet potatoes for some reason. But then she immediately then she's like, oh, we have all this time. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And I was like, no. And I just literally and I feel bad for this because I feel like I put it on her. I, mean, I obviously I didn't, but I just I I wrote she's gonna be out for this. Well, but it was it was two ways though for her because she was like because she was like I feel like we have so much time I can do so much, and this was before they we found out about the quick fire. Yeah. Um, you know she's talking about like yeah I was like good like there because chefs get slammed be like this is all you did with twelve hours, yeah. so like I'm not upset about that and she was like this is how my family used to do it I'm like. I'm on board for this at this point because yeah, she because she mentioned the family aspect and I was like, okay, here we go. This has been successful a lot this season and obviously in the past. So at this point, I'm on board with uh, with that with Ashley. Ashley, Ashley. Um. <laughs> then Evelyn says she's making brisket curry, and I I wrote it down and just wrote like mm, beside it because I was yeah. I, I hadn't even I hadn't remembered it. They brought it up later, like. Everyone that's made that's tried to make a curry for Padma in the last twelve seasons or something has failed miserably. Yeah, and she's like, "Where have you been all my life?" Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And so I hadn't even equated that yet, but I just, I just in my mind thought, no one in, in my in my memory, I didn't think about Padma or, or the or like the the failure of it yet. Um, which maybe is like maybe we should add that to like the risotto rule or something. I like think it, so. Or something yeah, like I think that. so. But I thought, but for next season or whatever. But I thought, but I really had this thought of like curry in 12 hours plus the next or however many hours like because it was like 12 hour cook plus another day of things and so I, w- I was like that's if you're gonna make a curry like you need all that time and she was so excited about it which i've never heard anybody that's like oh my i'm gonna make a curry i make this every sunday for my family no one's ever excited about it they're more like they're thinking about it and going like i think a curry would be good and then they fail mm-hmm. but evelyn was like i'm so excited to show how good i am at curries like i'm gonna yeah. get this and so and it just sounded delicious to me i was like oh hell yeah well, yeah, I mean, I I know that they talked about this, and when they were introducing the barbecue challenge, um, you know, they're like people are doing like brisket fried rice, and I'm like, yeah, we're like Portland's doing a lot of that stuff, so that like the 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 brisket curry didn't sound very like progressive to me because I'm used to that out here with some of sure. our best barbecue places, um, but I will say 
that if you're if you have 12 hours to cook a curry and then you're serving it the next day, curry's definitely one of those things that's like only going to get better overnight in the fridge. Like just yeah. like just homogenizing yeah. all those flavors and all that texture and everything. 100%. I think curry yeah, is like I was like that's such a smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh, and then Jackson, he says I'm going to be grinding my brisket. And I thought, and we won't go into spoilies yet, but I was just like, okay, so he's ruining a... He's ruining the meat, yeah. So this is, the, if this if he if he does well, this is points. If he, if, he does ba- if he does bad, this is losing points. I actually so forgot see. about these points, so this makes me really happy right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we so this is something, we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll get to this that. Is too, we get to that, but I was, I wrote it down, I was like, okay, here we go. Here's someone taking a beautiful ingredient and... You know, like, you know, he's, he's trying to make it the star, but he's grinding brisket. I mean, even the guy who he was talking to, the uh, the pit master, he's like, I know that that's crazy. Like, I know it's a cardinal sin. Uh-huh. He's like, but I think it's going to be really good. And the, and the guy, like, didn't say anything. He, like, almost didn't even acknowledge <laughs> that he was going to do it. It's like, okay, why? Um, but I did like the idea, the way that Jackson, and again, like, Jackson... I, this is why I love him on my team and I love him as a chef is the way that he describes it. Is he is always full of whimsy, whether it works or not, man, he's, his ideas are like, he just thinks out of the box on level one. It's crazy. Yeah. Like from square one, he's outside the box, which is so great. And so I'm like, like, listen, like you're doing like a sheep's milk cheese with ground brisket in a pasta. That's going to fall apart or more water, or like melt in your mouth. I'm like, on paper, this is going to be great, you know? Yeah. And so I'm excited, but, I, but I'm nervous because it's like, dude, yeah, you're killing the ingredient. It's like, and again, no spoilies, but somebody else, you know, didn't have success with pasta. And mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, God, dude. Because right now in my head, I'm like, did I totally fuck up my team last week? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm just like hoping for Jay to like, kill it and so but i'm i'm nervous at this point there was a jay was another she middled this episode and it was like her dish sounded so good to me from from point a to point b like it's like it's not, but yeah like, I, 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 I talked about it i have a lot to talk about on that one for later not in a bad way not in a bad way but let's just we're gonna do it chronologically so let's just yeah okay cool but yeah that was a thing i had never heard of that type of pasta that jackson made yeah um I can't remember what it was called. Scarpi Capricapriculi or something. I <laughs> yeah, I never but heard of it either. He was just like, it's all filling and like 10% pasta or something like that, which is so... Right, dramatic. that's what I'm saying. It's like the pasta just melts in your mouth with with the whatever, the cheese and the meat and the fatty, greasy meat that you're going to put in there. It's going to be amazing. On paper, on paper, it's going to be amazing. Of course. but And that's what made me... I was just like, okay, so I mean... And how worried he was... Um, he's always he's worried. Always worried. He's always worried because he's always trying crazy shit. But yeah. like, but he, but but like, uh, the, the way that he worries now after watching him for five episodes now, the way that he worries is starting to just look like really like serious thoughtfulness. To me. Yeah, you know, what I, mean? I totally like agree. It, I, it used to look like Fran, like like uh, like Sam saying like you can taste crazy in food. Like that was the vibe I was getting from it. Um, and it's not just seeing him meditate literally on I actually didn't really buy the meditation thing that much. <laughs> 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 With his whole anxious attitude and all and like the cameras everywhere. I didn't I wasn't like fully buying into that for to be honest. But uh, but I really but like just seeing him work and stuff and like talking about it and even talking to Willow while you know, like you said, it was just like yeah, he like like he's thinking about it. It's just I think it's it's not just worry, it's like 
no, I'm going to think the shit out of this to make sure yeah. that I don't fuck it up. I'm going to plan every move and, you know, make sure I'm backing myself up. And I just, so it's starting to lean towards thoughtfulness to me. And to second that, you know, when was the last time we saw, I mean, we don't see him cook on the show a lot. Yeah. Like you see a lot of people like running around doing a little like the pan flips and like the fast chopping, like, oh, I'm really in the weeds right now. Like today, like a funny episode, a funny moment in this episode was when they're like, Luke, what are you doing? And he's just like zoned in on the blender, (laughs) you know, like you don't have time to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, but like you never see Jackson cook, like almost never. Yeah. Because he's probably boring to watch. (laughs) Right. Because he's, because he's thought it out. He's like, his steps are there and Mm -hmm. he just has his, his program laid out, which I think is cool. Then we find out there is a quick fire. Now, Tom Twist, right? Yeah, so this is when I, yeah. I was like, okay, look, I need to look deep into the rules now. I need to study. Study the, the, the word book, of the law. The good book that we have written together. <laughs> and and I realized last week when we were talking about this, I think I cut this whole discussion out, actually. Um, but we talk, But you were like, come on, it's a Tom Twist. She says twist at the end. <laughs> because they got, they got a clip of Joe saying twist. But actually, Joe wasn't even talking about what Tom did, she was making Correct. a joke later on saying she was Italian or whatever and making a joke. Well, yeah, she was talking about uh, Padma coming into the stew room. Uh-huh. And so, but but this was a Tom twist uh, and the because Tom came in and twisted it up. And our rule, we have two rules. One is a league <laughs> shot that just says Tom twist with a yeah. question mark. Meaning, if Tom comes in and fucks it up, that's a league shot, baby. So that's two league shots that we owe each other right now. We owe two league shots. The other rule for points is that if a player on your team says the words Tom Twist, you get one point. So we have not invoked that rule yet for points. Well, Joe's not on anybody's team, is she? And she also didn't say Tom Twist. She right. just said Twist, and it was it, it had nothing to do with Tom. Or the twist. Or the twist that was at play. Yeah. yeah. So that So that didn't count. But so that's what I'm saying is like we we do have a Tom Twist to play here, um, and that does add a shot to our league shots that we need to get together some night and do and record. Do that. two shots, two shots at this point, which we will thusly put on Instagram. But no point shot at this point. Correct. And that so so just just keep that in our minds. We have a uh, we have a shot for all guessing that Stephanie Miller would be out next, and we have a, and a Tom Twist shot at this point. League shots. And then they said that the the winner of the quickfire challenge not only gets immunity, which is so huge, they're not doing it as much this season, which is interesting. Yeah. They've taken it off the table a little bit, but they get immunity and they get $10,000. And uh, Buddha says he'd spend the the $10,000 on his dog's eye surgery. And I literally just wrote, I'm sorry, Buddha. I, I mean, I think, Will, you certainly know how much I love dogs. Um, but for the listener, I love dogs like crazy. But pugs don't even have that good of eyesight to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, Buddha, you're on my team, but I don't want you to win this challenge right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, you can do no. so much with $10,000. Your, your dog seems healthy and happy. Let's go. Yeah, $10,000 is an amount of money that could change so many people's lives. I don't want it to go to your pug, your old pug's, yeah. elderly pug's <laughs> eyesight after you say he's blind. <laughs> Let's just, let's just call it a day on that pug's eyesight. <laughs> I will say that Damar and I said it almost at the same exact time. $10,000 is a lot for toast. 
like I'm watching it be like, damn, ten thousand dollars for toast? And then Damar said something almost exactly the same. I laughed because last week we said how similar all the biscuit dishes looked. And it was like the same exact thing. No, I th- I felt it, I felt it was completely it was just like they said Texas toast and like three people made Texas toast. Everyone else did ridiculous did ridiculous. Or not. No, I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh, it's going to just be another challenge where everyone is just doing the same buttered bread, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. No, you're right, though. It was a very, there was a, I mean, like, not even necessarily in a good way, but there was a lot of variety. So much variety, but like, yeah, not in a good way. Yeah. It was like, it's a, t- it was like, it, it's, it's the queso challenge. It's the, the movie theater snack challenge. It's that like I, I hate it when they like when people get too cerebral about these ideas, you know. Where I'm like, it's Texas toast. Like, make something delicious. Don't. Yeah. Don't like don't do all these crazy ideas. I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, we get it. You can make a a, a wonderful layered dessert or whatever, you know. But like, just they want a big ass piece of Texas toast. It should be delicious. It should be something that you want when you're hungover. And some of it sounded really good. Of course, all I mean, literally, I mean, all of it sounded good. But Ashley made that pizza roll-up thing, and I was like... Oh, dude, I was psyched about the pizza roll-up. I said Ashley's pizza, quote, air quotes, is so fun. It was fun, but and like I would eat it. I'd eat the shit out of it. But yeah. for a Texas toast challenge? What's happening? Right, you're just you're just using bread. It's not Texas toast. Yeah, for sure. The the dish that sounded the best to me... Luke. Um, Luke! Yeah, he just didn't Luke. put acid on it. Well, and he put too much salty elements too, because it was just like as soon as he said it, I was just like, "That's gonna win." And then he's like, "Oh crap, I put too much pancetta," and I didn't put, and I was like, "Pancetta," you and he didn't put any vinegar on it. Yeah, I was like, "You already put crawfish and chorizo on there, and you didn't put any, and then you put too much pancetta on it, and you didn't put any acid." And I was like, "Oh man, Luke, you had the best sounding dish of all of them." I mean, really, when he said chorizo crawfish uh, emulsion, I was like, "Oh, give me that." Yeah. And they're just like, hey, we put pancetta, put too much pancetta. It's like, okay. I mean, like, sure, it sounds good. But, like, yeah, I mean, probably too much salt. And obviously it was. Probably right now, though, again, even though it was a salt lick, it'd probably be our favorite dish right now. Honestly, it still might be. Yeah, it still might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say before we get too far past this, before they talk about Luke's emulsion, Buddha got bleeped. Oh, Buddha got bleeped before there? Yeah, that's, I mean, like, at least according to my notes. I didn't. I saw. I saw one later, but I didn't see that one. Do you remember it? I mean, I'll take the point happily. No, Buddha, no, Buddha had two in this episode. I have the later one written down also. Oh, sweet! I wish I. I don't remember what he said, but if you say it, I'm writing it down happily. Yeah, I felt like there was not as many bleeps, but it, but there were definitely bleeps. Yeah. There was a lot of bleeps later on. LCK was full of them. Oh, I don't think I wrote any of those down. I'm glad you watched it. Uh, I also loved that Buddha did the air horn. He goes, pew, pew, pew. Oh, that's right. I didn't see that. Uh, so, like, but, like, to finish up the quick fire, unless you had more to talk about some of the some of the dishes. Do you have more to say about the dishes? or? Um, well, the, I, I will say that when Nick said BLT, I went, like, boring. Sure. And then, and then they showed it, and I was like, oh, that looks really, really good. good. <laughs> yeah. Which just goes to show you, like, sometimes, like, like, I mean, last the last episode... Uh, was everything bagel? Yeah, everything but the bagel. Like, like it was a bagel concept with the, everything. It, it, it's like that. You take these ideas that everyone knows and everyone has the like. The minute you say it, you're you start salivating and you start knowing what that's gonna be. You know, I think there's something so psychological to just saying like this is a BLT, mm-hmm. and then you you have a flavor profile in your head, and then you try it, and it's so much richer and 
so much more thought gone into ele- every element that it's just like it kicks you in the face immediately. It looked so good, like it was beautiful looking, and so I just I was just like, this might win. That that BLT might actually win, you know. I thought it was going to be between I thought it was going to be between Nick and uh, Jackson because Jackson's shrimp toast sounded fire. Yeah, shrimp toast did sound great. And I was thinking, okay, if Jackson wins, because again, I'm like being very, very nervous in this episode. Like, did I totally fuck up last week with changing my team so much? Um, Jackson would be heating up if he had gotten it. I was afraid of that. I was really afraid of heating up. We haven't had that happen yet. And it's a worrying thing. So then Nick wins and I'm like, oh God, is Nick going to win the episode? That's my also like more anxiousness coming from me. Right, I I I was like barbecue challenge. This I could be, I was happy. Nick's twenty six. You know, I think that's coming into play. Sure. I don't think it did, but I think I thought it was gonna. Well, he might have. We don't know. We didn't. He might have. We just yeah, we just yeah. didn't talk about it. He certainly. I mean, honestly, even through the judging, we don't go through spoilers of what happens. But but at, at, through the judging, like his brisket got talked about as being like really well cooked and like, and like like not everybody's got not everybody's meat specifically got talked about the dishes got talked about mm-hmm. but nick's meat got talked about as being really delicious you know so luckily for everyone else it was more like like joe said later you know like i wish it was just a brisket head to head like you know like or whatever because you know i think nick still would have won but uh well also they but they would have had to cook their own brisket and nick would have definitely won <laughs> exactly that's like, what i'm saying just like n- almost nobody was hands on with their briskets <laughs> at least at least from the way that they edited it i mean it just didn't look it was just like god i mean it, i mean that was the only my only criticism is like they just didn't have to cook their meat yep and uh nick was helping people with the brisket in the brisket challenge she was helping people i i, I couldn't get my hand on how many people he went around to help but he was like, yeah, spray it with apple cider vinegar. Do this, do that. Like, come but was here. that like, Nick or was that the uh, the pit master? It was, no, it was Nick as well. Nick was like, yeah, spray it with apple cider vinegar here. Like, he was helping out. Is that points? It is point for helping people on a non-team challenge. Okay. So I know that he helped. Uh, he helped two people on screen. Was it Monique? Was Monique one of them? Monique and uh, uh, it's worth two points. Um, and I, and I wrote, he was helping people learn how to wrap it. Like he was showing like a oh, few sure. people, he was showing people how to wrap it and rest it and stuff yeah. like, like a few people at once. So I, I just put two instances of him helping other people for plus two. Okay. Each time. I'm um, fine with that. I did, but I, I think there's even more. And I think that's what, that's why I was like, I think plus four is fine, but it was uh, a little crazy. Okay. So the bottom of the, of the, of the, of the quick fire was Luke and Monique. Right. So that's negative three for Jake because Luke is on his team. And Monique was on the bottom. She's not on a team. But I felt bad. I felt kind of bad for her because I I actually didn't think. She went to the judges table and they were like, well, you didn't toast it. And she's like, well, no, I, did, I actually did toast it. Like, But but it's I was making a dessert and I didn't want to overly toast it or melt the buttercream. And like it was the first time that I was like, this sounds like the makings of a cardinal sin thing. But because of like how different she went and also how specific she was with her answer i didn't think it, and she's not on anybody's team so it doesn't matter but i was just like i don't think monique's causing i think it's more of just a uh background check on monique for the future for the future possibilities of her getting picked <laughs> for a team i don't think she's gonna cause i don't think she's gonna cardinal sin you know i don't think that's a cardinal sin i think that's just a uh technical mistake for what the challenge is 
Well, the cardinal sin is is. I know what the cardinal. Sin. No, I know what the cardinal sin is. And then trying to say it was good, you know. But 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 I think that like. I don't think that she'd committed the cardinal sin. I think that the mistake was just like, yeah, I might have toasted a little bit, but I didn't want to melt the buttermilk is like, well, then that was the wrong challenge. That was the wrong idea for you for this challenge because it's a toast challenge. No, I'm not. I'm not saying her dish was good by any stretch. I'll bet it was good. I'll bet it was good. It just wasn't toast. (laughs) Yeah. But she just, but I, but I was just like, yeah, exactly. It, It was stupid, but I just, as far as a cardinal sin is, is, is invoked. I was proud of her for being like, no, I just, this is the direction I went and I really meant it. Like I, you know, like I, I lightly, lightly toasted it, which I've done before. Like, you know, you can toast bread in so many different ways. And sometimes I just want bread and butter where the bread is so lightly toasted. You can barely tell it's been in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But if you're doing a Texas toast challenge, No, no I, I, hey, I've, I, I've already said it multiple times. I'm not saying she should have won this challenge. I think it was a very bad dish for this challenge. I'm just saying as far as a cardinal sin is, 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 is concerned, um, she had the makings for it, but I really think that she was being truthful. You know, it was just like, no, I, you know, yeah. like I was doing yeah. something specific. I wasn't cooking my rice horribly and then saying that's how I like That's how I like, I like my rice to be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, this is going to be all season. <laughs> no, we're going to have to have a trope point. We're going to have to send her <laughs> For ourselves. Five, we're going to have to send Venmo her $5 every time we make <laughs> She's going to be like, why do I have $300 in my Venmo account? <laughs> $300 is so funny because it's like exactly how much we probably owe her by the end of the season. And also, like, an insane amount of money for how many times we must have brought her up throughout the whole season. I think we should keep a tally and actually send her the money. Oh, God, no. No! <laughs> or we could travel to Bismarck and just go eat at a restaurant. Um, I will say the first thing that they said that sounded dope was DeMar's uh, Worcestershire consomme. And I was like, oh, fuck, this dude is a beast. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm kind of throwing out. But everything he did, he's like with a shrug, too. It's like, so I'm just making like a Worcestershire consomme or whatever. And kind of like a sneaky eye. Like, so I was like kind of looking to the side a little bit. <laughs> he's got a weird little sneaky vibe to him, doesn't he? I like him. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, uh, Evelyn, uh, this is not points. But she says, if you're not drinking a beer, are you really barbecuing? I love that. That should be points. And I'm just happy at this point that Buddha and Evelyn are on my team because they're clearly the beer the beer guys. They are the beermen. The beermen. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, realized say- at, I realized at this point that we did not pick a possible loser for the next episode. Oh, well, too late, I last guess. Week. So I've punished us with a league shot. Well, it's just you and me, so should we do it right now? No, no, no. no, 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 no all three of us, we're going to put it to our tally. That's three shots for our hang. <laughs> what if I want to do a that, shot right now? I'm the commissioner of this of this, uh, of this this league, and I've decided that because we did not follow the rules and pick a potential loser for the next episode, all three of us skipped this, um, we are punished with the league shot, so that will be three shots at our next hang. Okay. And in regards to your last question about whether or not you're ready to do a shot, 
I will do one right now with this fireball shot that I have at the ready. Okay, hold on. Let me hit the kitchen. I'll be right back. Because I, because I knew you would ask me to do a shot <laughs> if I brought this up. <laughs> I'm no fool. I know my friend Will. Oh, we know each other. I said, if I write this rule down and I say, hey, we didn't, uh, we, we decided, like, we forgot a big rule of the game. Uh, and so I'm punishing us as the league commissioner with an extra league shot, bringing our tally up to three. Then Will was going to say, hey, let's just let's do, do one. right now. And it can't count for what we're doing, but we can do one out of friendship. All right. So check this out. This is straight from is Poland. Whoa, what is that? Has a, what, what kind of animal is that on the front? A bear. What's it called? Krupnik? Krupnik Schlika, Schliv, Schlivka. Whoa. This looks like... a It's peach flavored, I think. Dude, there's all these like... <laughs> it's all in Polish. I can't read it. But there's these like... These, look, you see all the amazing so, engravings? It looks like pomegranate color, though. That's peach flavored? I don't know. What is What is that fruit? Oh, that looks like a that looks like fig. Oh, you know what? It's fig. You're right. Fresh fig, fresh fig, right? But yeah. check out all the cool engravings on this bottle. Whoa! This is a different. This was a gift from Dottie. Of course, Dottie is turning you Polish. I'm into it, baby. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna do a shot of Krupnik bear Slika. fig wine. <laughs> Polska marka, Polska marka. I love that. And I'm gonna do a shot of. American Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I just thought it'd be funny to have that prepped up. Holy shit, this is so good. Fig. Oh my god, this is so good. What's it? Is it like a liqueur? No, it's fucking vodka, dude. It's just so oh, it's, it's just vodka. flavored, yeah. It's like fig infused vodka. Polish. Wow, dude. Nice. I want some of that. Here, hold, open your mouth. Dude, I wish that worked. One day that's going to work. It'll work one day. Willy Wonka will get on top of it. Dude, yeah. Willy Wonka. So good. Isn't it sad that we don't have Willy Wonka? We just have Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lame. Dude, can you imagine what Willy Wonka would have done to Mark Zuckerberg? If Zuckerberg like went through his factory? Put him through the cheese grater. Yeah. Oompa loompa doopa dee duck. You are so stupid for making Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm saying that everyone seems to like their brisket except for Monique and Ashley. And at this point, I'm like, I'm not seeing dumplings. I'm seeing sweet potato and bad brisket. I'm scared for Ashley. Yep, I started getting really. I, I literally, yeah, I got really worried about Ashley, especially because she was talking about so many elements. And I was just like, this is not smart this is yeah. not smart yeah and then but and then monique started talking about the proofing of the bread thing and i was just like monique you had so much time to proof bread like you could like you shouldn't be st like, stressed about proofing bread like you could easily do this and also like you know better if you don't prove it you don't have to put it on the menu yeah you don't have to do it it wasn't a it wasn't a roll challenge nobody else put a bread element on there and literally it was just a piece of like a piece of a roll on the edge yeah. of the plate. It had nothing to do with her dish. She wanted to prove that she could make bread, and she undercooked it. She but we know it. that she's 
that she's got the baking skills. That's annoying. Let's let let's let Paul Hollywood rip his big fingers into the into that little that little roll and tell us all that it's underproved in his British voice and his silver hair. Um, <laughs> I know you don't watch GBB like I do. I don't. That's what, it. It drove me nuts. Well, I watch it a little bit. I do love that guy. He's piercing blue eyes. He has piercing blue eyes. We all know that. Um, <laughs> Um, then Evelyn says she's making a burnt and crumble. And I came. <laughs> well, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but the burnt ends were the winners of the whole episode, really. But I can't believe it's like, she, I, 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 I don't know. Did anybody else say they were making burnt ends at all? Or Jackson burnt- used burnt ends on his pasta. Oh, did, okay. Cause I was just like, what? I was like, that's the like that like talk about using all the elements of like what you're cooking like burnt ends that i mean you have to be from the south and the in the midwest to know what burnt ends even are i mean so many people yeah. are like i love barbecue and they don't have any idea what burnt ends are yeah that's definitely i think i feel like that's definitely a kansas city thing isn't it burnt ends uh i don't know i i, I don't want to say out of turn where it was originated but like but like yeah can but like it, when i grew up burnt ends were such a regular thing and then you travel other states and have like the badass barbecue like north carolina and, and you, like and, and like where uh, there are a bunch of places where i've had a delicious barbecue that they don't know where burnt ends are at all you know they don't make burnt ends it's not a thing they do but in the midwest and the south like burnt ends are huge so mm-hmm. so i got really excited just to hear people making burnt ends cuz i'm like yeah use the whole thing like do multiple right. talk about doing something two ways which I, I I didn't I didn't actually put that in the I, I didn't think that counted this time but no I did but at the same time I was kind of was like uh, kind of mm, but no I don't, know. I don't think so I, I didn't count it because it was a burnt end crumb it didn't I don't know it's just as part of the thing that you cooked already you just decided to use it well but it's a whole burnt ends is a whole another cooking thing like you like you like that's the th- that's the thing like you make brisket and then you cut the ends and you recook burn it like you don't okay. just get that's fair. you can't get burn ends off of a brisket i still don't think it's other. two different ways i'm not i'm not giving those those points but it was real close so at this point i'm thinking jackson's hilarious and i'm just so stoked that he's my warrior or he's not my warrior but yeah. he's on my team and i'm just yeah. i'm in love with this guy and we'll get into this at the end how much i love him at the end of the episode and i was getting upset at this point because i'm like we're not seeing any of jay and i was really excited about yeah. her dish Oh my god. Well, we're not so I don't think we're as, quite as, there as yet. Your, as but. your competitor, I was happy, but as a fan of Top Chef, I was like, that sounds like my favorite like like again we always talk about like what on a menu we'd get excited about. Right. And I'm like Cajun like brisket all this stuff like that's probably where I would go. I, honestly, like I mean Well, didn't I make her my warrior? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I? <laughs> you don't didn't even I? Your own team? It's been a long week. So then uh but yeah, that was the thing though. That, that, this is when I started realizing like Jackson, probably more than anybody, embraced the challenge because the way that they presented it was just like, yeah, hey, so. we're this is a brisket challenge, but here are the examples of things that we're admiring right now, and it's brisket pho, brisket fried rice, brisket this, brisket that, you know, it, like and, and and so then it was just like that. That was the first time that I was like, so it seems like Jackson embraced the challenge the most of being like let me take brisket and do something crazy with it you know and so then i started getting worried like gosh dang it he's heating up he's gonna win more points for will he's becoming this awesome guy and he's definitely lying about taste and smell he's just lying to everyone (laughs) he's the beethoven baby (laughs) 
I want to say you're talking about Jackson embracing the challenge the most in turning something on its head. I actually thought Buddha did a great job with that too. Same. Um, yeah. And at this point, again, I'm still super, super duper anxious because it's like, what the fuck have I done? Why did I let Buddha go? Like I and, and like I should have kept him for the long haul, even if I didn't think he was going to do a good brisket job. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was stupid. It was stupid. No, it but was. I was having fun, and I and I thought it was an exciting move. No, it it was fun, and it was exciting for me, you know. But it was stupid. Also, stupid, still stupid. stupid. Also, still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It's okay. <laughs> no, but you got um, Ashley. Ashley is incredible, and I'm not. I'm a little disappointed in, in her performance this week, but uh, but anyway. But back to Jackson and Buddha. I'm thinking like, especially because they haven't given us any like camera time for Jay and Nick. Like, not really. You know, I'm yeah. I'm thinking like, wow, these like what I love about it is like Jackson because you gave me so much shit last week for Buddha. You know, carrying Jackson. And I was like, dude, Jackson, yeah. I don't think that's the... I mean, maybe it was the case last week, but I think Jackson is still is a monster. Sure, yeah. And I was yeah. just like, again, like, we're, again, we, like we talked about before, like, worried about, like, is he going to commit this awful sin of butchering the, the main ingredient? Yep, um, yep. But it, but it just all sounded so, so good and looked so good. Yep. And I just wrote, yeah, I just wrote, uh, where is it? Yeah, just Jackson killed it. Everyone loved it. When the food finally came. Are we at that point where we were talking about the food coming out? Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I thought Jackson killed it, and I'm like, fuck, Ashley cut her. I mean, like, they didn't even have to tell me Ashley cut her brisket way too thick. It looked bad. Yeah, it was like, why did you serve it like that? That's insane. No one's ever eaten a two-inch by two-inch log of brisket. Yeah, unless it's cubed, like Gail said later on, which I don't, I don't know if she was talking about Ashley in that section, but... She was, yeah. She, it was Brooke actually that said like if if it had been sliced thinner or cubed throughout the thing, yeah, okay, it was, it was a different Brooke. outcome. It would have eaten differently or whatever. And also like in a bowl, it's like you can't really use a knife. It's like what are we doing here? Ashley's dish looked bad. Like it looked, yeah, it, looked, it didn't look good. It did. It, it was did not, not appetizing look looking. It didn't sound good. Especially after because you caught it in a few glimpses after people had like messed it up like you yeah. know because like when she presented it it didn't look very good and then once you saw them eating other dishes and like that dish was there on the table it was like it was like it looked like just a nasty bowl of mush it was like oh man yeah, this totally. was like so unappetizing um and then nick's looked really good but then they kind of tore they kind of they kind of tore into it well i think it was the di- the, the sides that fell flat yeah they liked the meat so much, but the sides didn't. They, they tasted like nothing. They said like unmemorable and all this stuff. It was, was like, like it was like that, was it a carrot puree? That was that wasn't him, was it? It was. Uh, it was yeah. He made that the was the carrot puree. Yeah. yeah, it it just it looked like he was trying to get too bougie with it. Like it wasn't. It didn't Maybe. feel like something again like that he would cook for his family. Yeah, it felt like he tried to French it up, white tablecloth it up, you know. Yeah, and it was just like, like. It's. I think he didn't lose or get on the bottom because they were because the, the way they reacted to his meat was like the best meat, you know, brisket challenge. So they're like, well, he made the best brisket. My next note was Damar is just still a beast. Looked incredible. It, maybe it wasn't a winning dish, but like that, I would have ordered that a thousand times off the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Then Luke said he made. Like I get the the pickled red onion with the grenadine and stuff and they make it a nice like pickled thing, but then. He made. He said he made coriander and lime stem salad, 
And I was just like, what the fuck does that taste like? A lime stem? <laughs> yeah, li- he Weird. said coriander and lime stem salad. And I was just like, what is that even? I was looking at it and just going like, it's just this little beautiful green. What does it mean? Like, was it just arugula? Relish. No, lime stem. Like the like the leaves like the le- like the leaves of lime like you know the stems. Of well, the coriander and arugula like, are like sisters, right? So. Yeah, but coriander is much smaller. It has it has a zesty, peppery kind of vibe. But yeah. but it was but if you looked at the salad that he made, it was like all kind of similar texture. I, I don't know. It just looked really interesting, and I didn't know what that would would be like. But then Brooke was like, everything on this plate is like delicious. This is incredible. You know, like like loved it. Yeah, know? and I will say that I thought it was the prettiest dish of the day. Oh, I'd argue that Buddha's was even prettier. I thought Buddha's was so beautiful looking. I think be- I think Buddha's was beautiful for for being a beef bourguignon, uh-huh. but I th- I thought that Luke's had more color and more vibrancy to it. It had more color and vibrance, but the way he plated it, I thought it was like too straight liney. Like he had that he had like one straight hmm. line of pickled red onion with horseradish, which they said like tasted super bright, and then two strips of green. Like it just looked real blocky to me. Like whereas Buddha actually made blocks, but it was like put like stacked up in yeah. cool angles and stuff. So I just thought I just thought Luke's didn't look as like uh, he had very pretty, vibrant, colored ingredients, but I don't think he played it as beautifully as he has played other stuff. I mean, listen, I'm not going to argue that Buddha isn't the best plater. He clearly is the best plater in the in the season. Yeah, he's got some sexy plating. Like every single episode. I mean, he he made a Waldorf salad look good, and I hate Waldorf salad. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, then Evelyn, she said, "Holy shit, you're here!" <laughs> you know, like uh, like all those people were freaking out about her, and they were freaking, and she was freaking out about them. So she got a bleep bleep point for me. Yep, got that. And then Evelyn, then the whole, then everyone starts freaking out about Evelyn's dish. And this started making me feel really good because she hadn't gotten that much airtime. Can I pause you for a sec? Of course. Because Jay came first. Okay, sure. Let's, oh yeah, you said you had a lot to say about Jay. Let's hear it. Jay came first before they, they, they played it together. And outside, I would say Jay's would have been my number one dish to order. The kimchi tomato and. And and the grits and the brisket jus like just sounded so fucking ridiculously good. It sounded good as hell. And 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 they gave it a ton of time on all the other tables. Like all the other tables, like this is really these tomatoes are outstanding. Like everyone seemed to love it. And I'm sitting over here being like, Warriors getting to the top. Yeah. And I was so excited. And I was like, I called this. Like, I, Jay's going to throw this amazing Korean Asian yep. influence onto a Texas staple, yes. which is exactly what she did, which makes me super confident to have her on my team for the rest of this upcoming season. Agreed. And then we get to no one. They didn't show any of the other tables talking about the curry, but the chefs, the, the judges table l- were obsessed with Evelyn's curry. And I and I wrote down I was so I'm embarrassed how wrong I was about Evelyn doing a bad job in this challenge because last week I said I don't think Evelyn's going to do a good job because of the trailer and that teaches me a, a very good lesson to never pay attention to the editing room. Yeah, you know? because that's I mean I'm, I actually made the same mistake two weeks ago where I thought because of the editing Evelyn wouldn't be on on the bottom mm-hmm. and that she was last week. Um, 
and I, and I picked her, I, I picked her up because I was just like, no, she, because she lit at the end of two weeks ago's episode, she said, I'm about to become emotional or something like that. And in the editing. And then like, and, and then when they show the episode, she didn't even say that line that they had showed in the, in right. the trailer. Right. They, they just, but they showed her crying because she was on the bottom and she's just like, this sucks to be on the bottom. But like a lot of times they show those like really emotional shots because they're on the top. Like, you know, it has nothing to do with like sadness. So, so that's what I remember thinking that two weeks ago going like, I'm picking up Evelyn. And I know that like the last thing we saw of her was saying, I'm not going to get emotional or something. But I, I, but I was like, I trust that she's going to kill it. And, and then last week's episode happened and, and she, and like that, you know, her and Joe did not kill it, but Evelyn did great. And Joe was the questionable element of that yeah. and all that stuff. And, um, but so it, it was weird. So it's like, man, those editors again. They're so they we got to get one of them on the show. They know how to fuck with us. Yeah, and they do it. Uh, it's so because we analyze this stuff so much, and that it's it's like playing blackjack or something. Like we don't have all the cards. We don't know what the fuck's happening. Exactly. Yeah. We try to guess. It. Sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're wrong. But that's what's so cool about the editors. They're always just like, we're not going to do the same thing twice. Idiots. Yeah, you know, and that's even from the beginning of this episode. It's like, even from the very beginning of this episode, it's like, uh, yeah, we're giving some people some airtime, but it could be because they're on the bottom, could be because they're on the top, could be because they just have, some, uh, you know, a lot well, to say. Just this a week. clip. Nobody just a else, clip. and yeah. nobody else did have a lot to say in this, you know, like eight thirty a.m. interview call that we had. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just, so it's cool. It's really, really fucking cool. But uh, Evelyn did get me a cussing point there. Also, I had a I had a point question for Evelyn. Okay. Because it felt like at the judge's table they were saying this is a signature dish. This is what you come back for. This is something that lives on a menu. Yep. Points. So, for me, I I I so this is my team. I benefit from this. And if I and I and I wrote in my notes like this is you know, I, you guys know, I take this very seriously. If one person had said one thing, I don't think I would have given myself my team the points. Just have been like, yeah, it was a compliment. But it was like three but or four people. Tom said this becomes a signature. Gail said it too, I think. Greg Gatlin said, "Put a pan of this in the back and let me go away with it." Yeah. Then yeah, then Gail and Tom and, and Padman, everybody starts talking about it, and they call they all called it destination food, right? And loved it. Then during the judging, they go on this huge diatribe about how no one, no one's ever made curry good enough for no Padma. No one's made a successful curry for Padma, and so I was like, guys, this is definitely plus five for Evelyn. Like this yeah. is a this is a clear. I would put this on my menu, like you know, like because we put the, the rule is, you know, and we've talked about this ad nauseum uh, throughout the podcast. It's it's if I would put this on my menu or something to that effect of like licking the plate or. You know, some big thing. Yeah. So I, th- I think, like, the the way that the, it got talked about so much on this episode, um, I think it's definitely worth five points, you know? I think so, too. I agree. I think it's worth I think it's worth those five points of, of one of one comment because it, it really got talked about a lot. A lot. So that's yeah. that's where I ended it there. Just I'm not going to times it by any multiple because of how much it got talked about, but I think it's definitely valued at that at that plus five. Well, we don't have rules for it being multiplied if more than one person says it, right? Well, I don't not multiplied, but just like multiple times. Like, sure. You know, like if you lick the plate, if, if four different people lick the plate <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's like because this was. Well, we haven't talked about that. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to talk about that for next season. That's why I think I think for next season because it's just like because it it got such. I, there there have been times in the past where like one person has ranted and raved about it in a, a specific way. I remember Kristen Kish talked about one of Gabe's desserts last season. 
And it was just like, this opened up my eyes to a whole yeah. new idea of dessert making, you know, whatever. And it was, it was his game. finale dessert, right? The, uh, the squash or whatever it was. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, that was worth five points that time because one person said something really extraordinary, but this time we had like four at least just in the challenge and then yeah. it went to judges table and had like more compliments you know showered on it so so for me i'm like i feel very comfortable saying plus five but i but i i do i mean there's an argument to be said that it could be worth much more than that you know for how many times it got talked about we'll have but to we talk about it i agree being like okay we can now reevaluate this rule because of evelyn if if people are gonna just you know be complete cum freaks about it (laughs) (laughs) i'm i keep (laughs) look i'm going for low-hanging fruit because we've been so serious about this whole episode that the the two times i've I've went for i went for a little comic relief in this episode i've had to do something with cum (laughs) (laughs) and listen nothing's funnier than a pile of cum right and it makes will laugh immediately so i'm just going for those those low-hanging fruit immediately (laughs) And I'll probably edit them out so I don't seem like a totally sleaze. <laughs> Total psycho. Yeah, then I just wrote Buddha's just looks delicious as hell. I wrote then, I wrote why did I drop Buddha? Uh, and then the next lot the next note that I had said I found myself rooting against Buddha all episode to prove that I was right, and I hated yeah. that. Oh I hated rooting against Buddha. And I was like, dude, you want to be right. Like, you want this to not work because you want to prove yourself right, and that's selfish, and I hated that. So even oh, though Buddha's wow. not on my team anymore, I'm still stoked for Buddha, and I'm still rooting for him. Um, but I found myself doing that because I was just, like, second-guessing myself, and that sucked, you know? Oh, Especially because Ashley was doing so bad, and that's, like, who I dropped to pick up Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm in, like, I want Buddha to not to like be in the middle, so I feel better about my choice. But that was not the case. <laughs> oh man, I love this moment of just pure humility. Yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to be, you know. I, I love it. I think honest about about my emotions here. Yeah, because I think that's yeah, exactly. It's just like, and I think we try to do that a lot, but. Uh, but I think like yeah, you, you gave up someone badass, and then you start rooting against. You find yourself rooting against them. Whereas if we didn't have this game existing, we wouldn't have so many of these feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Half of them because, would not exist. Yeah, because you and Jake and I, we loved Top Chef so much. We're just super fans of it, and we just love talking about it and stuff. Um, and I think about that all the time. Where I'm like, as a fan of Top Chef and a fan of these people. I, like I have so many different emotions, but and then as and then as the game goes, I get like violently competitive, you know, and like I, yeah. I do the same thing. Where I'm like, no, 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 you suck because I dropped you, or I, you suck because I made this joke about you last week, or why do you suck so bad? You're on my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why are you sucking ass and making a horrible decision? <laughs> Or, yeah, that's why we didn't pick you in the first episode, because you're still making dumbass up. Because you think that you like broken rice, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Another $5, ka-ching, put some, like, just a a cash register sound every time we do it. (laughs) Ching. Oh, man, that's good. But I hated, yeah, I hated that, and, and honestly, like, it was a really cool idea. 
you know, and and what was the the the, the raw beat shaving pedal that he did, like that ever that Tom yeah. freaked out about. So cool. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Because like nobody starts raw beat, you know. And just like to, because who was it? Monique also did some sort of like French take on it. I mean, obviously, and 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 salads all over the place, but. <laughs> But you know, but I, but you know what I'm saying. You're not putting a raw beat on a plate. You know, I think it was very cool. looked It looked beautiful. It looked beautiful, and that was the whole thing. Is like you took this, like what most people thought of, like a quote unquote, like down and dirty homie food challenge and barbecue and brisket, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, no, let's still make. No matter what, Buddha makes it beautiful, and I commend him for that. I love it. Yeah, I agree. And then here's a moment that I got pissed off at Gale. Oh, okay. Because I haven't been pissed off at Gale in like five or six years. Tom drops a, a, a fun line. I love I love fun lines like teacher moments. And he goes, "There's a perfect word for this dish about Joe's dish. There's a perfect per- perfect line for this dish. Whelming. Yeah, you know. And it was just like this. I was like that. What a perfect like. That's a good laugh line. Yeah. That's a good applause break." That's a good, you know, that's just, it's just a funny thought. And she's like, no, it's more like underwhelming. And I was like, Gail, stop it. Why? You don't need to say, you don't need to one up everything. Don't one up Tom when he has a fun moment here. Yeah. Okay. I I love Gail so much. I do too. Of course. And I've warmed up to her throughout the years because I did not like her in the beginning. Really? I didn't know that. Oh no, I didn't like her at all in the beginning. I thought that she was way too negative and I thought she was always trying to like pick things out to be like, see, I know stuff too. And oh. and I think that as the year as she has become obviously like the third judge basically on the yeah. show, um, she has kind of warmed up a little bit and she gets a little more she's more free and happy with her. It also could be that the chefs just keep getting better, but I did not like her in the beginning. She was always nitpicking everything. When pe- when Tom and Padma would like something, she'd be like well, I thought it was like maybe a little too salty. It's like no, just let yeah. let we can enjoy food. We're still allowed to enjoy food, and she felt like uh, Jack Curry, who is a uh, announcer for the Yankees, and I and he's always negative. And it's like I can't even listen uh, to you, man, because like there's you know same thing. Everything's negative. It's no positive. I don't like that at all. And that's how I felt Gail used to be. But yeah, so that was old school uh, Gail coming out, which I didn't enjoy. I agree with you. I agree. I, I I get that. I get that old thought process of Gail for sure. I because I, I think I probably had some of those similar vibes. But she's hot. She's cool. She's <laughs> a badass. Talented. And she's uh, eating more uh, food than I will ever eat in my whole life. I don't think that's true. But she's but she's eating more more good, good food. food. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> more good food. We probably eat the same amount of food. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I did want to say uh, before we get into judges' table. How awesome is Greg Gatlin? He's very, very, very cool. That was like, I loved every word that came out of his mouth this whole episode. Look like a fucking Idris Elba motherfucker, too. He's Absolutely. Like, I actually was like... Handsome. So, so handsome. Handsome. And incredibly handsome. knowledgeable and really was like enjoying the challenge, being critical, but seeing the good sides of it, too. Yeah. Like, he, like, he was the right guy, clearly, to like, hey, let's fuck up Texas Barbecue. Like we yeah. didn't, we're not doing anything traditional, and he was on board, and I love that. Well, and he he takes like I liked him so much too because like literally, um, the 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 listener will not know how much we've, you and I've talked about this because I'm cutting all that stuff out. But today, all day today, 
like I, I, a lot of what I do is coaching and teaching and, and encouraging professionals how to be better at, the, at their jobs as musicians and all that stuff. And, uh, and he had the, the same vibe like when he was, when he was critical, they were smiling, you know, like, yeah. like, and that's huge to me. It's just, it's just like, it, 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 and like, I think that's really, really important as a teacher why I love Wiley Dufresne so much or why, or why I like, I like him so much. It's just like, or Tom, you've been saying that a lot is, about yeah, Tom. This Tom year. Of course. Yeah. I think, I think, I think all the guys that, I mean, everybody, Bobby Flay, uh, fucking, or Gordon Ramsay, yeah. all these guys that say, that say crazy shit. Like, like they do all this crazy stuff they, they can. Well, they know how to get ratings on TV. Well, you're, but, but like the, but the contestants and the people that are, their mentees and stuff, they're smiling when they hear it because they know that the person that's giving them the notes cares about them and wants right. them to be better and that type of stuff. And, that, and that, so I, I really liked him so much because it was like, he, he gave like real intense notes, but he also listened to the, them talk. Like when he talked to Joe later and it was just like, you know, the problems, like, you, you know, what's going yeah. on. Like, you, like, you, like uh, we have to judge you now because of, that's the because game. of the things that you, that, yeah, we have, you know, you know what happened? Like, you know, you know why you're at risk of leaving now. Like, stop doing that shit. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, <laughs> you're an amazing chef. Like, you know, like get in the game. You know. Yeah, get your and head just, in the game. I, and I love that. I love that shit. I think yeah. that was so cool. You know. Me too. All right, judges table. Uh, Jackson, Buddha, Evelyn, and at this point, I'm like, again, why the fuck did I drop Buddha? <laughs> yep. Because at this yep. point, I'm thinking. I'm heating up no matter what. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, clearly Evelyn won, and that was spectacular. Good for her. That curry must have been absolute fire to have them pick that. Uh, but I did love that when they were complimenting Jackson on his pasta, they did this absolutely brutal cut to Joe. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. It was just like, your pasta was so good. And then, like, you know, swipe on the tam-tam, cut to Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Joe, just like, fuck, my pasta was not good shit. And then back to Jackson just being so smiley and being so happy, you know. I really thought Jackson was going to win. I really, really did. Really? Yeah, I mean, I know that they praised Evelyn a lot, but Jackson's was, I felt it was the most creative. Got it. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're not tasting anything, so I don't know, but, totally. uh, but, but I thought that would have been the most creative based on how they edited the show. Yeah. I did laugh when Evelyn was plating her rice and I was just like, that's all Shoda needed to do last season. Yes. Yeah. I thought the <laughs> but... same exact thing. I thought the same as Shoda would be the champion mold. if he had just put it in a ring mold and, <laughs> and put the curry around it <laughs> instead of just like, here's a spoon of rice. Spoon of rice, uh, a big ass spoon of rice. God damn! I, I had that. That was what I literally thought. I was just like, see, that's <laughs> how you win with same rice. Exactly. Because it, it, she just cooked rice perfectly. Like, like it wasn't. It wasn't like a crazy. She was like, I made aromatic rice. It's like that's great. It was. It, I bet. I guarantee. If I took a forkful of that rice, it tasted like rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, that would be. It's, I thought that was so funny. To look at but uh, but yeah I, I looked at all three dishes when they were judging them again it's like buddha i said beauty and perfection yeah as always evelyn delicious as fuck yeah you know and then jackson he did it he outrageous did it. he's always outrageously creative i'm loving this guy but here's your point my friend 
here's your point. You get plus one because he took the fucking brisket and he risked it. He risked it. He he took a brisket and he and he grinded it. Uh so that get that garnish. He risked it with the brisket. We only made it a one point bonus, but if you take a beautiful ingredient and you and you ruin it, quote unquote, put it at risk, um, and then you benefit, you do well with that, you get plus one. If yeah. he had failed, that'd have been a negative one. But he he succeeded, so you get plus one there, Willie. Needed it, needed it. Then, Evelyn fucking wins. Evelyn fucking wins. Now, before we get into Evelyn's win, unless you unless there's not a lot to say, do you have a lot to say about it? No. Okay, then let's I think we said it. everything about Evelyn's win. Yeah, I uh, I'm here thinking right now that this is two thirds of the final table. I think it's going to be Buddha Jackson and Damar at the end. Buddha Jackson and Damar. Yeah. Whoa. I think that's going to be the final three. I'm calling it right now. Okay, I'll accept that. But I'm starting to think Evelyn's getting. She's heating up. My thing is Damar has never been on the bottom. And all of his stuff sounds good. Evelyn's been on the bottom. Who'd you say was on the top? Jackson, Buddha, Damar. Buddha's been on the bottom, and Jackson has been on the do- on the bottom as well. But Jackson and Buddha have been on the top more than anybody else. And we can get into that here because Buddha gets bleeped by saying, Jackson, we can't keep you off the fucking top. Jesus Christ. Totally. Totally. He does. Yeah. Except for when he was on the bottom. I'm just saying. I think that's going to be the top three. I get it. I like it. I like th- I like that prediction. Um, I also, but I also feel like I, I, I'm in this weird place now where I was gonna like I, I, we don't need to talk about it because the episode's gonna be way too long no matter what. But uh, <laughs> Nick, but Nick and Jay are just these interesting characters to me. Jay was on the bottom very first episode, but I, I'm gonna give her a break because it's the very first episode. But like Nick and Jay are like these uh, I don't even I, I don't know how to talk about, I, I want to say elder statesmen but it's just like they're just <laughs> unfuckable they're uh, they're unfuckable they're unflappable you know? unfuckable either way yeah I mean I wouldn't say I wouldn't say unfuckable because I would say that their food fucks for sure ooh shit their food fucks like dude give me that <laughs> tomato kimchi grit brisket jus every goddamn day I get it, I get it, I get it. give me Nick's 26 you know but but let's just uh, but that's what I'm saying is it's really hard for me to select a top three right now because there's some very confusing. It was it was a gut here. instinct. It was just a moment where I was like, it's Buddha and Jackson, and Demar is murdering still too. I think Buddha Jackson Demar is obviously a very strong three. That's that's very true. Like um, if I had to redraft, that would be my top three. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. But it's but for me, I'm like I don't know. There's some wild elements here that are just like... Yeah, I'm not even asking you to make a pick. It was just a, it was a moment that I had watching the judges' table. I get it. Because I... And honestly, because I felt Jay got a little hosed. I mean, like, obviously those top three dishes were the top three dishes. But Jay should have had, like, some acknowledgement that her dish was really good. And I thought Damar should have had some acknowledgement that his, his dish was really good. Yep. And I know that that's not what this is, and I know that doesn't happen very often, and that just is a testament to how good these three top dishes were. I understand all of that. Um, but I think between those four or five, it's going to be tight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I'm going to cook through the end of this uh, end of this episode real quick so we can get to Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah. Um, Joe called herself out beautifully. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, this was not... 
you know, like I had two ideas in my head and I shouldn't have combined them, but hopefully you, you won't get me out for, you know, like just like train you know, up doing two things that didn't really mesh as well. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, we can't keep you off the fucking top Jackson, Jesus Christ. That's Buddha plus one for Ryan. Yep. I did say Evelyn grabbed Joe all crazy in the, in the stew room. She was like, <laughs> I grabbed her and I was like, this is nearing on drunken in the stew room. <laughs> but that actually I, I looked like Joe point. was leaning into Evelyn, but no, but Joe, but Evelyn grabbed her leg, like real crazy. Oh, okay. I must've missed that. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was very funny. Um, so then Ashley is the one that actually ends Ashley loses. Bottom. So I get those negative points, but that's negative five. But immediately, immediately, immediately curses. Yeah. Yeah, we get a bleep. Ashley says, this fucking sucks. Plus one. So you only got negative four for that loss instead of a negative five, which is the typical score. Which is great. Because she was not your warrior. So Ashley, you picked her up last week. Then she gets out immediately. How does that feel? What's that gut reaction? Oh, just churning. The guts are churning. Yeah. You know, I was so sure that this was going to be a good pickup. You know, she was a top, she was a first round draft pick. Um, I obviously was, I obviously was feeling bad about dropping Buddha because as I had thought about, like I said earlier, like as I thought about it all week, like that was stupid. Like keep him for the long game. Even if you think he's going to do poorly on this one, which now I don't believe Buddha can do bad at all, which is terrifying. Um, interesting Buddha was both Jake and I's second Jake and I had the fir- the same first and second round pick. Like I want like we both want Ashley first and Buddha second. That was our like dream. Yeah, I mean I know I talked about this last week. Like I I was just trying to bump stuff around and try to move and, and get a little nuts just for the specific challenges. Uh we'll see if that works out. Watching Ashley go down on a challenge that I thought she was gonna do well in was hurtful hurtful because it's like oh maybe i should have just fucking played the game the right way and not tried to get crazy i was obviously <clears throat> i was playing hands of poker that i shouldn't have been playing hands with of poker because i had the fat stack i had 56 or 59 points or whatever it was and i was a, a year ahead of you guys in points and i was like i could mess around with this a little bit and i still feel comfortable but it was a bad move. It was it was a like I was playing as a six eight suited when I had aces in the pocket. You know what I mean? It was dumb. Yeah, I agree. It was really stupid. It was one of the stupidest, stupidest, stupidest things. <laughs> Definitely horrible, stupid, dumb. You know? Yeah, I deserve all that. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. I so what I'm gonna do, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make this episode a two-parter. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Just the episode and then the LCK. So yeah, you know what? Hey, listener, you've heard this part of the episode. We haven't even got. You've heard the points that have been made so far, but you have not heard the points that are about to be made, and you have not heard the points all added up. <laughs> Oh, are we doing a Top Chef cliffhanger right now? Oh, we're doing a Tom twist. (laughs) (laughs) A Ryan revamp. Look, what's going to happen right now is we're going to stop this episode. This is part one of this episode. And you're going to have to turn, tune in. Not turn, tune. Turn those dials (laughs) to find us on 1070 AM. 
and then you're that's what's gonna happen this week okay listen this is the main episode we're about to go into two lck's right now but for the listener you're gonna you're gonna choose whether to listen or not to the next episode it's a whole another episode okay okay goodbye i love you okay bye i love you Thanks for listening to another episode of the Top Chef League Fantasy Foodball. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you liked the episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And share it with your friends. We're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever, you, you know, wherever you're getting your podcasts. So check it out. Share it with your friends and follow us at Top Chef League on Instagram. See you next week. <laughs>